Hi there, Marshall here, and I'd like to invite you to join my email community where you can find additional tools, guidance, and support in healing your codependency, as well as follow me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram by looking up Heal Your Codependency with Marshall Bircher or clicking the links in the description. And you can listen to my episodes on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And now, on to today's episode. Good morning, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Healing Your Codependency. I'm Marshall Bircher, and I'm your guide in activating your inner advocate so you no longer have to be codependent to get your needs met, to have the joy you want, the freedom you want, and the relationships you want in your life. Today, we're going to actually talk about that. What do I mean by inner advocate? What do I mean by advocating? Because a lot of times I get that question, you know, Marshall, what do we do after we heal our codependency? Where do we go from here? What are we actually working towards? We're working towards connecting back with the inner advocate that we were born with. So when we were born, we were born with a natural sense of what we needed. We trusted that need. We responded and reacted to that need instinctively. We were built to do this. This is part of who we are. So this is why as infants we would cry, we would giggle, we'd make noises, we try to interact with the world because internally we're like, hey, this impulse is valid. I'm going to go do it. We're not arguing with ourselves. Hey, should I feel this way? Should I want that? Is this bad? Is this right? Is this wrong? Instead, we're actually, oh, do that, do that. Put the thing in the mouth, you know? Because the, the, the infant brain, the toddler brain, the baby brain is just doing the impulses that come up for it because it intrinsically trusts that those are naturally good and working for its well-being. It's only when we are conditioned to distrust ourselves, to doubt ourselves, to put question to our own impulses, to our own awareness, to our own senses, that we lose contact with our inner advocate. The inner advocate is the part of us that knows when to say yes, knows when it wants to say no, and knows what it wants and what it needs and what it doesn't. It knows what it likes and what it doesn't. It knows what the boundaries are. It knows its own limits and capacities. It's the part of ourself that is our guide. It is our champion. It is our cheerleader. It's the one that advocates for us first. It's not advocate for us only. So I'll touch on this a little bit. A lot of times when we're exiting codependency, we have this fear of becoming a narcissist or being narcissistic because we're choosing ourselves over other people. In the mind of a codependent, we think that's what makes a narcissist. That's not what makes a narcissist. A narcissistic individual chooses themselves only at the cost of others. In other words, they take what they want from others in a way that harms the other person because they believe they're entitled to that resource. The inner advocate doesn't do that. The inner advocate looks at the world and says, you know, I take up space. I matter. I want to express my value. I want to ask for the things I want and need. So it asks, it gains consent, and then it receives from others and it contributes to others consensually. It respects and values the autonomy of others and their resources as well as itself. So it sees people as equal to it. It cares about the impact that it creates. It cares about the well-being of itself and others. But for it to properly advocate for itself, it must know what it needs first, what it doesn't need, what its capacities and limits are, and then communicate those to those others that it's interacting with. So 
our inner advocate's about an interdependent connection with ourselves and others in life. It's the beauty of it. Rather than using people-pleasing, perfectionism, avoiding conflict, all of that, in order to, to cultivate a need for safety, connection, or self-worth, the inner advocate is resourcing these things both internally and externally with others that are safe, that are available, that have, through their pattern of behavior, demonstrated they care about us, they value us, they love us, and that they care, that they uh, respect us. That's what this is about. Our inner advocate directs us towards things that work for us. It also helps us accomplish things that matter to us. That's inner advocacy. We're not here to, to be people pleasers. We're not here to be invisible. We're here to express and take up space, uh, to share, to contribute, to create. That's what the inner advocate does. So that's where we are going in this work of healing our codependency is reconnecting to that inner advocate, restoring trust in our goodness, in the legitimacy of our feelings, our thoughts, our experiences, the legitimacy of our lived reality, of our wants, of our needs, of our goals and our desires, and then building connection with people, places, and things that value those things, that value the us that way, and creating a reciprocal, nurturing relationship there. So some attributes of the inner advocate that we cultivate, confidence in who we are, confidence in our skills and ability to learn things and grow, clarity about our own boundaries, clarity about our own value systems, about what we want and what we don't. We're grounded and centered in the body. The inner advocate grounds us and centers us in our own present moment, in our own space, in our own lived experience. It's firm, it's direct, it's clear, it's kind. And how it communicates, it understands its own emotions, its own needs. It communicates those clearly and directly. It also likes to play. It likes to create. It likes to collaborate. It likes to explore and discover. It's a very creative space that way. It likes to rest. It likes to cultivate uh, shelter and, and comfort, a bit of pleasure in our world. It speaks up when it needs to. It says no when it means it. It says yes when it means it. The inner advocate. That's where we really start to know ourselves, express ourselves, be ourselves. And that's our work there. So my friends, this process starts with the essential codependency healing trainings where we start restoring a sense of emotional safety in your world so it feels safe enough to advocate for ourselves. We don't have to fawn, we don't have to freeze, we don't have to please, we don't have to avoid anything. We start restoring a sense of connection to our own legitimacy, to who we are to our own right to take up space and to exist, as well as connection to others that are safe and available for us. So we build, start to cultivate a sense of belonging and mattering to ourselves and others, and then restoring connection to our intrinsic self-worth, our real worth, so we're no longer outsourcing that to other people's approval and rejection. Instead, we are connected to it internally. We have a felt sense of it of that value and we use it to lead and guide our lives this is how we get back to our inner advocate and allow it to be safe enough for the body to say no i don't want that yes i do want that oh we got to come confront this conflict or we gotta we're going to take this risk toward this, this this desire and dream we have it all starts by restoring and cultivating and nurturing your safety, your connection, and your self-worth. And that's what we do in the Essential Codependency Healing Trainings as we start that process and get you down the road to that fulfillment of reigniting 
that inner advocate. So come join us. We start September 24th for the live trainings. The recordings are always available 24-7. The information for these th- for this training is in the description. Thank you guys for being here. I appreciate you. Go gently, and I'll see you on our next episode. Bye-bye.